The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. I'm Benjamin Dolly, and this is the VPM Daily Newscast. A new survey found that one in four Americans may not get the COVID-19 vaccine, citing fears of side effects and a lack of trust in the government. But for people of color, the uncertainty goes deeper. Alan Rodriguez Espinoza spoke with experts about why some Latino patients may be holding off. According to the CDC, last year only 38% of Latinos got the flu shot, the lowest of all racial and ethnic groups in the U.S. Shantani Jackson is a bilingual community health worker with the Richmond City Health District. She says many immigrants are sometimes discouraged by a medical system that's culturally unfamiliar. The beliefs that they have been instilled from their upbringings also has a lot of things to do. Would it be safer if I were to just take my home remedy to help me get healed? Many also face language barriers. Even amongst Latinos, experts say the state will have to increase its efforts to reach speakers of indigenous, non-Spanish languages. We want people to make informed decisions. We don't want to force them into anything, but we want to have dialogues. Latinos have been disproportionately impacted by COVID-19, at one point making up over 40% of cases in Virginia. Alan Rodriguez Espinosa, VPM News. For many undocumented immigrants, fears of being detained by immigration authorities have kept their families from seeking medical assistance. Experts hope this won't be the case with the COVID-19 vaccine. Karen Carl, a bilingual nurse with the Richmond City Health District, assures undocumented immigrants that the information they give to get vaccinated will remain private. They will probably have to show some form of ID and give their name, address, and phone number, but that's a safety issue in case there's a vaccine recall or in case someone has a bad reaction or something, we need to be able to get a hold of them. The U.S. Department of Homeland Security says that getting the COVID-19 vaccine will not impact citizenship and residency applications. Richmond City Council member Michael Jones is planning to challenge state delegate Betsy Carr in a Democratic primary next year. As Roberta Roldan reports, Jones plans to make an official announcement in January. In an exclusive interview with VPM, Michael Jones says he does not believe that Delegate Betsy Carr's legislative record reflects the concerns of the 69th District. Comprised mostly of South Richmond, the district is majority Black and Latino. Jones has recently taken an outsized role in city council debates following a summer of protests against racism and police brutality. He says he wants to be a progressive voice in the House of Delegates. I have so many things within our legislative packet on council that is going over to the General Assembly. Those would be things that I would champion. Affordable housing, landlord restrictions. We have a, a major eviction crisis. In a statement, Carr said she welcomed the challenge and planned to run a vigorous and energetic campaign. Carr, a former member of the Richmond School Board, has not faced a primary challenge since 2015. Roberta Roldan, VPM News. Richmond Mayor LeVar Stoney is endorsing Jay Jones to become Virginia's next attorney general. Stoney says the 31-year-old Democratic delegate represents a new generation of black leaders in Virginia. Jones is running for the Democratic nomination against the current attorney general, Mark Herring, who is white. Herring formally announced he would run for re-election on Wednesday. 
Nearly $2 million in federal funding will be going to 19 Virginia localities to help some families transition to more stable housing and connect them to job training programs. Of the funds, Richmond's Housing Authority will get $72,000. Senators Mark Warner and Tim Kaine's offices made the announcement on Thursday. The money is tied to a program that aims to reduce residents' reliance on federal assistance and rent subsidies by increasing their earned income. The Chesterfield Board of Supervisors approved adding $75 million to the current budget at Wednesday's meeting. The additional funds are coming from a surplus from last year's budget and from revenues projected for this year. Kevin Carroll is the board's vice chair and a former police officer. He highlighted that part of the money will go to raises for firefighters, police officers, and other public safety staff. I think it's an important investment for our future. I think this will be a plan that will help us to retain our intellectual property that we have and attract additional people to come work for us that may have not thought about Chesterfield. Teachers will also be getting a one-time 2% bonus. Part of the funds are also slated to go to the county's Economic Development Authority to attract new businesses. The pandemic has upended many school activities, including theater productions, but students at Midlothian High School have adapted. Ian Stewart has more. I'm shaking the dust off this crummy old town off my feet, and I'm going to see the world. That's senior Patrick Hurt, who plays George Bailey from the holiday film classic It's a Wonderful Life. Hurt, along with 20 classmates, have been working on the virtual production since summer. It's not your standard high school play either, says theater teacher Megan Doan. It's something called a stay-at-home edition of the script. And the idea is that each of these actors have their own kind of sound booth. Like most plays, there will be sound effects, costumes, and lighting, says theater production teacher Holden Dorman. We've really tried to find things for these kids to do, and they are going with it. The free 90-minute show debuts tonight at 7 and will stream through Sunday night on Zoom. What do you wish for, Mary? Oh, no. If I tell you, it may not come true. Ian Stewart, VPM News. All the stories you've heard can be found online at vpm.org news. We'll be back with more editions of the VPM Newscast on January 5th. Thanks for listening this year and have a happy holiday. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.